This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name's David Diamond and I'll be here with a renegade stat man to look at the, the wins, the draws, the losses, the names and the games from this week in ITFC history. What are you saying to that? Uh, how are you, Dave? It's been I'm a couple right, of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. I haven't spoken to you for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you. what I must apologise for. Last time you were on, I clean forgot. I mean, you had a green cap. Yeah. You had a green shirt. And um, what was it? Something, what was going on? St. Patrick's Day, that's right. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. And, and, and I the sat there the so whole time. And you know what I meant to mention to you that night? I, felt, I, I thought afterwards, I think I've subsequently mentioned to you, Derry Girls is the funniest programme on TV. Oh, I love it. Oh, watched hilarious. It, watched it uh, earlier in the week and it is incredibly, incredibly funny. Don't be, be, don't be put off by the re- the recording as, person who's just appeared to the right. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone again. He's gone again. Yeah, anyway, no, Dave. it's hilarious. So how how you been, mate? You all right? I've been fine. I got some new aftershave. That aftershave that you you said, um, Hugo Ross. <laughs> you what is all that? Well, it, it was good because I mean Hugo Ross. If you look at it, is exactly the same as Hugo Boss. But right. then if you look a little bit closely, yeah, it's not the same. It doesn't well, smell the same. It kind of smells like a, a third tier away end uh, football toilets. Right. And it brings you out in a nasty rash. So what nasty. I would say is don't accept poor imitations. Oh, it, did you, you go sound, boss. It sounds like the start of Lockstock or something like that. You know, where did you, you must have obviously got it from one of these guys who said, come closer, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, it was it was good. Just off the market, you know, quickly yeah. have, a, have a little bit of this. And it, it was um, I like to also like your. Adadis, Adadis trainers as well. Yeah. They're quite good. If, if yeah. you don't, if you have no idea what we're on about, um, you might find out one day. But um, <laughs> that's all our lawyers and, and Ben has, has allowed us to say, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. So shall anyway, we have a look? Go on, where, where are we, we go? Because I know the first game is an absolute rip roarer well, as usual. I, w- I want to say to people first of all that you, you've had a few holidays. You went off to Dubai, wasn't and a then you went off to Athens. Wasn't a holiday. So we we've been waiting for a while. Two, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you didn't get out in the sun much. 
That wasn't a holiday, exactly. It wasn't a holiday. In fact, in, in, in Dubai, it rained for one one of the days, I think, and it was sort of cloudy in Athens. Quite nice, though. Very nice. Um, and we were gonna we were gonna record this the we other were. night. Yeah, we were. But to let people know, we don't have the recording facilities, so we kind of have to work around Ben and Rich. And the preview show has been brought forward, so we've just kept being bumped. Oh, maybe we have. Yeah, we're bumped. So the preview show must have been recorded earlier today, was it? Or no, or last maybe... night. Oh, last. Oh, last night was it? Yeah, oh, okay. it was. So the first game is actually a game that happened yesterday on the day that we're recording, but it is an absolute corker. So we're going to go to the 27th of March, 1975. It's a Thursday night, odd time to play to play football. 7:30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are at Filbert Street. And maybe you want to set the scene of how we actually got to Filbert Street. At yeah, that. well, it's quite interesting. So we're playing at Filbert Street, but shock for, for those older supporters, we're not playing Leicester. Um, we are playing Leeds United. So to set the scene, um, the bigger picture, town had never before been past the fifth round of the FA Cup. Um, so a few weeks before, um, well, probably a bit more than that now, given this game, um, about a month before, they'd beaten Villa, came back, I think we've covered this game before, came back and beat Villa 3-2, scenes at Portman Road to actually get to the cup quarterfinal. And who should they draw? Probably the hardest draw of the lot, Leeds United at home. Game one at home, which when this game went out was literally three weeks before. I mean... Um, we, if we had fixer congestion, certainly Leeds did, because Leeds were about, and I think, in the middle of a European Cup quarterfinal tie against Anderlecht. Um, subsequently, Leeds were, I mean, this is the stature of Leeds. They'd won the league the previous year as champions. Back in the day, it was a proper European Cup, so only the champions could, could qualify for it. Um, and they were going to go on to eventually get to the final of the European Cup. Ultimately, they were lost and they basically wrecked Paris between Leeds and Bayern Munich. But anyway, um, so this was probably the hardest draw we could get. Uh, to set the scene, pretty well known. The first game, three weeks before at Portman Road, March the 8th, I think it was. I think we've covered that before. Um, a nil-nil draw, but still to this day, 38,010, biggest ever crowd at Portman Road. That's That's just crazy you think 38,000 I mean the, the ground holds now 30,000 obviously all seater but what what would the ground would have actually been what would have been the capacity of Portman Row when it was uh back then in 75 oh god because it was odd it was yeah I mean because you're allowed to like the kids are now allowed to actually sit around the perimeter so if it was really packed the kids would were allowed to like sit around where the advertising front of like the advertising boards you know behind the goal so the goals were a bit set a bit further forward than uh, than obviously than obviously they are now um so I think from memory, the record had been beat in the, in the fourth round of the cup. I think we played Liverpool and beat them 1-0. Mill scored again, huge game, five minutes from the end, massive. And I think that broke the record attendance, if I'm not wrong. I believe that broke the record attendance and this subsequently broke that. And I believe I'm right in saying this only probably broke it because they extend the, the the relatively new Portman stand, as it was called then, which is now the Cobbold. I think they extended the sides specifically for this for this game. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I was there, and it literally was. I can remember getting there as you had to in those days, probably about one o'clock for a three o'clock kickoff. Sorry, we're still talking about the first game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and you were. I mean, you just couldn't move. I was in Churchman's with a couple of pals, and you just couldn't move. I mean, it was just literally like this. But fantastic. So we drew that one. Um, 
a few days later, we went to Ellen Road. Tough gig. I think Johnson scored quite early, and Duncan McKenzie um, equalised in like injury time. Heartbreaking. Extra time, no result. And then I think this is when Leeds were, because I think we were out of Europe by then. I think Leeds, certainly we were. Leeds were embroiled in like European Cup, um, European Cup ties, like I said, and elect, etc. Um, so this game was a full, I think, fortnight, or maybe even three weeks, nigh on. The, sorry, the first game at Filbert Street, Christ, which was two days before, which was the second replay, um, was like three weeks after the first replay at Leeds. Drew nil-nil in the first game at Filbert Street, and to set the scene, this is the third replay, the second one at Filbert Street, um, two days after the first the first replay at Filbert Street. Um, yeah, I think. Well, that's, I, yeah, I think that was better. perfectly. In my <laughs> mind, I've, I've, I've worked it out. That's about eight replays and four hundred minutes of football before we've we've Incredible. got to this point. So yeah, just to, just to underline it, no penalty shoots, shootouts, penalty shootout never been penalty shootouts had never been thought of at that what? point. There was a question that was asked on Twitter when we put it out to say that we were going to cover this game, and, yeah. and one person said, um, "Why, why, why Filbert Street?" That is an extremely good question because um, we look at the crowd under twenty thousand. Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, obviously, as neutralist, you know, when it got to the point, as you say, fixture congestion and stuff, I guess it, they deemed that to be pretty much halfway between Leeds and Ipswich. I guess. Yeah. Simply, simply that, I suppose. Well, one thing that jumped out to me, and I, I made notes down here, was that um, in the in the first two games that we had a referee called E. Wallace. Right. Now, I maybe naively thought that, you know, once a referee refereed the first round, you know, the, the first tie in, yeah. in, in that if there was yep. a replay, he would do he that. Was, but we had e, e. Wallace for the first two games, whoever, yeah. Eric, and um, John Taylor. Well, it's not. It's Jack Taylor. Is it? What, the Jack- World Cup? Oh. It's just Jack Taylor, who, who, what, eight, nine months before, had refereed the World Cup final. <laughs> West Germany, wow. Holland. What, <laughs> Big well, ref. Yeah. Well, we can decide which game is better. So, yes, we've set the scene. We're at Filbert Street. Bobby Robson's Ipswich facing Jimmy Armfield's Leeds United. And I'll tell you what, you know, when you kind of grow up, and we've got another player in, in another match that we, we cover, and you don't actually realise that they used to be a footballer. Okay. Jimmy, Jimmy Armfield was one for me when he was on the radio. I just thought he was a good commentator. Wait, no. Jimmy Armfield. So Jimmy Armfield was in the 1966 World Cup squad. Yeah, meant nothing to me back then when I was a, a, a youngster listening to Jimmy when he first went on Radio no, Five. You were in a lovely two. tone. I've, I've sadly died a couple of years ago. I think. Yeah, nice, nice way. Great, great voice. Great voice Saint, for radio. Saint in Northern. Brilliant. Saint and Greavesy. You know, remember that fantastic Saturday after Saturday lunchtime show. I realised Jimmy Greaves was a footballer, oh, but me. I didn't Did think Ian St. John was a... Seriously? No, I just thought wow. he was like, he was the presenter. Absolute, and another guy. Absolute cop legend, I think. And also St. John scored a winning FA Cup final goal. Yeah, I know. I don't know where it was. And the, the other person, let's get it all out now. Bob right. Wilson. Bob Who? Wilson. Bob, Bob Wilson. Wilson. Football oh, okay. focus, Bob Wilson. Had no we'll idea get, if, we'll for a while. Bob Wilson, sure. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Yeah. So shall we go through the teams? Yeah. Well, let's go through the Leeds team because there's a, a little bit of a surprise in the in the town one. Um, so, Stewart. Yeah, Dave, Dave Stewart. Yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah. Is that the same name as the guy who was in Eurythmics? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this was <laughs> Not unusual. Not the same man. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe yeah. it was his brother. He, yeah. This is an unusual name because, you know, when you look down and I think, so I'll make these notes. You know, this isn't a... A three-minute thing that you've just thrown together would just this is the score and the goal scorers. You know, we're we're going through books and stuff. Yeah. 
Rini. Did I type that properly? Paul Rini, yeah. Paul Rini, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gray. So that's Frankie Gray, which who yeah. is who is Eddie, this is true. He's Eddie Gray's brother. Went on to play for Forest, Scottish yeah. international, good player. Billy Bremner. Dirty. Now we're getting to dirty leads, aren't we? Yeah. Now, if if you're a long-time listener of of this show, we're, we're what 50 plus shows now. Um, apologies for the same joke. Uh, Maidley, Richard. <laughs> yeah, Paul Maidley again, another England international. Yeah. Again, all these players like Reaney, Bremner, Maidley, you're going to get onto others. Yeah. They, they all played probably four or five hundred games for Leeds or even more. Incredible. Uh, Norman Hunter. Ooh, now we are getting getting to it. Yeah. Eddie Gray. A class player. Yeah, winger. Yeah. Clark. Sniffer. Alan Clark. Oh, Alan nasty, Clark, yeah. Nasty. Nasty. Johnny Johnny Giles. Yeah, yeah. Even nastier. Yeah. Have you seen his statue in town? Doesn't look anything <laughs> like him. <laughs> He's put a bit of timber on, hasn't he? He has put a bit of timber stage. on. I'm not um, sure it's a great likeness, that one. No. Um, and Jordan. Yeah. Joe. Katie, Pr- Katie Price. No, Katie yeah, Price, Joe. Yeah. yeah, Joe Jordan. And... This is a really strange surname, and you're probably going to throw in some tenuous link. But the only thing when I think of Yorath is um, Gabby, Gabby Yorath. You know it's her dad. Yes, you do. Stop kidding, Stat. Come on now. Uh, they used uh, uh, the sub of Mackenzie. Yeah, so that's Duncan Mackenzie. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about him. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, was a, he, could, he had a trick. He could, from a standing start, he could jump over a mini. Silly bit right. of trivia. And when you say over a, from a standing start, he jump over a mini car. So he's standing right next to a mini. Well, I, I, I think so. I think so. And yeah. was it just over the bonnet or was I reckon it, over it was the, roof? the bonnet. I don't think it'd been the roof. I don't think it'd been the roof, could it? I reckon it was the bonnet. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a mini pacemaker because they're obviously a bit, bit higher. I don't know what the yeah, equipment was. In. That, yeah, and I think it was an old. This is it's looking what well, was been looking forty odd years ago stats. I know it wasn't. It was your old fashioned mini Cooper, probably. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to go through the town team? It surprised me. You know, whenever I think of the 70s, there's only one goalkeeper for us. Every now and again, this other guy appeared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was this was... Had he, I don't know if Cooper had even signed by then. Maybe he just. But no, I mean, it was civil pretty much. After David yeah. Best, um, obviously, um, Leon Best's dad had retired. Well, sorry, retired. Had moved on to Portsmouth a couple of seasons before. Um, yeah. So I mean, he retired like, and then went to Portsmouth. No, he did. What, what yeah, do you mean, like a retirement home or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Leon, was, the Leon, Leon, Leon was on the way. Well, probably about 15 yeah. years away from being on the way. So he thought, yeah, he put his feet up. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so it was pretty much for most of the 70s was Laurie Civil, obviously, until, well, yeah, obviously, by by 78, obviously, Cooper had broken through. But, yeah, Civil played a lot of games. He certainly did. Uh, so he's in goal. Uh, our two fullbacks, Burley and Mills. Um, Alan Hunter is at centre-half. And he's got a new addition because um, Beatty's picked up an injury in the in the Sky. what would have been the second replay. Sky didn't account didn't bloody account for much, did he? No, John Walk. Amazing, yeah. So he got the call. He was supposed to be playing because if you remember, seventy four, seventy five, Town also went on to win the FA Youth Cup, and apparently he got a call. I think he was playing somewhere Huddersfield or something like that in a in a Youth Cup quarterfinal or something like that, and got pulled from the squad. Um, to obviously to come and play not only be on the bench to bloody come and start you know we just didn't have anyone presumably looking at the players we could have Pedro John Pedalty Pedalty must have been injured Roberts must have been you know couldn't have been available so um 
he was straight in. I mean, what a baptism of fire. And I know I've, I've um, he says about it in his book, you know, up against Joe Jordan, Alan Clark, that is tough. And I think by all accounts, he was, uh, he was well protected by Hunter on the night. Apparently he was, apparently I think story didn't Clark spit at walk or, or really had a bad, you know, really caught him late or something like that. And I think Hunter gave him the, uh, gave him the, had, had a word, let's say had a word with him apparently. Well, I, I went along to the, the, you mentioned it the other day, that, that event that was run at the club where um, Brian Hamilton hosted it. It was for, oh, yeah. for the Forest game, the free beer, yeah, and, yeah, a, yeah. beer and a pie. And um, yeah. uh, Walkie was there and he, he actually told the story about that. And you're right, he, he did get roughed up. And, and the, the, the quote that what Alan Hunter uh, said was, I'll leave out the expletives, but he said, if you go anywhere near him again, I'll break your back. Which I thought was back. Yes, right. <laughs> And I love wow. that, you know, you like, um, oh, yeah, break, break your leggers, break yeah. your leggers is fair enough, but break your back. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's... He, he was going to go from you. That's a, that's a player. If we were going to put together and maybe we can get rich to do this, which is a, an Ipswich well, town 11 that you would want in the trenches. Oh, he'd be one. He'd be oh, the Hunter captain, would... wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, oh, he'd be up there. Yeah. 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 He'd, he'd certainly be up there. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Midfield. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, Brian Tolbert. Yeah. Brian Hamilton. Yeah. Brian uh, Clive Woods. Yeah. yeah. We've got uh, uh, Colin Viljoen. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good David midfield. Johnson. Uh, yeah, it's a good young back then. Yeah. Oh, that's Sorry? the Mark, he's the Mark One. David that's Johnson. That's the mustachioed Mark yeah. One. Yeah. What do you think David Johnson Mark Two would look like with a mustache? He had like a kind of he had yeah, facial hair. He had hair, it but, going on, didn't he? I've yeah. seen him. Yeah, I've seen him with that. But not not with, obviously not with just the tash, but certainly seen him with a tash. Board, a board beard combo yeah. for sure yeah if somebody out there is far cleverer than than we are when it comes to Rich. technology and stuff but maybe they should do some sort of like fake you know mustache combination of the two yeah, yeah. what would david would johnson be... the second look like with david johnson I mean, the that first would be hair? A hell of a player because i mean david johnson the second was quick but yeah. david johnson the first was like lightning bloody hell he's quick and he yeah. had trevor trevor weimark up there with him trusty trusty so there's one sub um for for town which is uh roger osborne yeah and i think that when we started the game um you say obviously Leeds were involved in different tournaments and stuff in, in european competition mm-hmm. they were they were 11th yeah they, they, yeah they were on the way i mean certainly from from winning the league the previous season yeah the side was eight that was, that's an aging side looking at that side now so you know a number of those i say a number of those players i mean one player i noticed who's not there is for instance lorimer's not there um obviously bremner's there both had played in um in the world cup in germany for scotland the the, the you know the end of the season before so with joe jordan i mean it's, it's quite an aging side and i think you'll find um you know certainly uh, maybe Hunt and Mailey are gradually phased out and replaced by people like Gordon McQueen come in and people like that. And we're we're second. And yeah. you know, I'm sure as 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 the the next weeks go on, we can probably see how that season sort of finished. But yeah, again, I, I, so I will say it because you you'd expect me to say it. But had there been three points for a win, I've not said this before, we would have edged out Derby, who were champions, on goal difference. Well, if it was three points for a win. You've you've never said that um, on this pod, um, but I think you might have said that countless times. I probably say it every other week, but anyway. Yeah, but it's a good stat, and I good like that. Stat. The stat. thing I like about this is obviously, you know, Dave. I, I send him a list of games, and and he picks ones um, that you know he wants for, for us to cover. And I always keep my fingers crossed that you're going to pick something where there is some footage 
because it's one of the games where we go back a little bit further than this and it's very difficult and they're trying to trying to make it a little bit meaningful more than just yeah. the, the yeah. goal scorer but yeah the footage is on um is on grainy. youtube it's, i've got to say it's grainy isn't it it is grainy so at some point you will i will refer to somebody that i'm not quite sure who it is but anyway uh, game is only five minutes in and um Towner on the attack. The ball comes in hard and low from, from the left flank. Now, if any of you remembered Filbert Street, I believe that the ball has come in from where the away fans used to be, which is on the on the side of that, that stand. Okay. So the ball comes in hard and low. Woods is, is on the edge of the six-yard box, and um, he swings at it and, and misses it. We've all done that. How many times have you done that when you think, oh, this is easy? You go And your foot just miss. Well, you probably don't because you were a messiah, but I certainly did. Of course you did. Yeah, air yeah. shot. Yeah, you just yeah. Get, you get your feet slightly muddled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, All the, the benef- time. The benefit for that was that he misses it, but it falls to Weimark, who's literally about eight yards out at this point, and he he does stab it. He's almost laying down as he just right, rifles it. It's a great, it's a good finish, isn't it? It's yeah. good because it goes in with a lot of power. Yeah. So that goes past, who did we say Stuart was again? Dave, Dave Stuart. Stuart. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish I knew that before. We could have made some sort of corny. You, I'll, le- I'll let you come up with the Eurythmics jokes so a bit before yeah. my time. Yeah, so he, probably Towner, didn't have, he didn't have sweet dreams that night, probably. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got nothing else, Scott. Yeah. Well, I'll plough on and you just think about it. Uh, 33 <laughs> minutes in, Leeds pull one back. There's a quick free kick. And when I look at it and you look at the footage, I'm sure the ball was moving. You know, how many times this season at Portman Road has the referee said, no, take the ball yeah. back? I'm sure yeah. the ball is moving, but it's a yeah. well-worked move and Leeds get it into the penalty area. And it's a low ball played into the near post. And Clark it's flicks it in. Yeah, finish. Civil, he should have done better if you're getting beaten at your, your near post there. He's that big, though. He's not he's only that big. Yeah, about that big. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, so we go in at halftime. It's 1-1. And then five minutes again into the into the second half, this is. Um, there's a free kick in our own half. Goes into the penalty area. And it's, it's headed out. And there's a low, hard shot, and it deflects off. I'm not, um, a, from, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not sure not even, I'm not even sure that deflects. It's a massive, you could say, yeah. a, a, a massive deflection, that one. Yeah. yeah. So we, we go 2-1 up, and, you know, we're heading into suddenly within the last 20 minutes of this game, and most players of both teams and fans are probably thinking, we're, we're going to see a winner tonight. Yeah. And, um yeah. Leeds then decide to put it in the mix. It's you know, 73 minutes. And as I put, this is not great viewing. There's a rush clearance. It's, it's civil. He didn't come to claim the ball. He ends, uh, the ball ends up on the right wing and the ball's whipped back in. Civil comes and punches to the Leeds defender who's on the edge of the box and he heads it back in towards the the, the goal. Two Leeds players go up with Civil. He no, doesn't but, seem to do anything. And the ball ends up in the back of the nah, net. That goal wouldn't stand today. He was impeded though. Don't you think? I know, but they're... they're, they're there's where well, was, Civil was always at a disadvantage because he was only five foot, you know, he wasn't five foot eight, he was only five foot ten or the, what he was, you know. The rules of the game were six foot. The rules of the game were six foot. If you look at that goal, there's two leads players all over him. There's no Ipswich players around. I don't think that goal was standard, eh, do you? Well, I looked at it then and I, I just thought that Civil sh- should have done better because I was yeah. about to say the rules of the game, you know, it's not saying, well, if you're under a certain height that you this would be a free kick. So what <laughs> no, I'm saying is. It yeah. just looked like typical 70s football and it yeah, looked terribly yeah. bad. But what yeah. I would say is that the town players automatically oh, yeah. all, all appealed. But I think you say he was impeded. But yeah, Jack, you know, Jack Taylor, you, 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 I guess you would, someone who's just refereed the World Cup final, not only that, gave a penalty against the home side, Germany, in the first minute of a World Cup final. You probably would respect his decision there, probably. You would. 
So we're then heading, just coming into about 10 minutes before the end of the game. And it, someone said on Twitter that this is your favourite town goal. It's one of them. Yeah, this yeah. has got to be one of the most iconic town goals of all time. It's up there with, you know, yeah, he's up there with, with, with I'd rate this up there with Osborne's goal, with um, probably Royce's goal. It's one of the most iconic goals, I think. Yeah. Top five? So, uh, uh, top five. Don't know who else would I pick. Yeah, probably Walk Cup semi-final. Oh, obviously there are others. But yeah, it's our top ten. It's up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, just for the stature, just because of, you know, the stature of the game. So I think... Um, who was posting this last night? Tricky was posting a Tricky McTrickerson, I think, posted. I'm obviously in E and ITFC clan posted a bit about it last night. And I think I said, you know, give it's one of the great town goals, given the, you know, given the importance of, and the, you know, it's a cup court, FA cup quarter final replay. You know, it was a great goal. Great goal. So Leeds failed to clear the ball. I think, you know, after 460 odd minutes of football, <laughs> people are beginning up. to, to tire well oh yeah all that um yeah. but they failed to clear the ball and it falls possibly to burley again like you say about the the grainy yeah. um the grainy picture and it helps it out wide yeah, yeah. woods is there he, he's out on the so he's facing the, the the goal and he's just on the left hand he's on the edge of the the left the corner of the left hand side of the penalty area and he he drops his shoulder oh. you know cuts in drops his shoulder and curls this shot into the top right hand corner yeah 11 minutes to go yeah, I've no idea. There's no more footage after that. But town, obviously, I'm guessing would have thrown out a barrage I mean, of attack. Back in those days, so as you could see from the footage, God knows where that came from. But I'd, I'd given up when I heard it was two-two. You know, you listen to the so not on TV. No way is it on TV now. Of course, it'd be on TV. But now I listen to the radio. Um, not even local radio. This is like Peter Jones on on radio two or whatever it is you know and um, i'm listening to a two two i can't listen to it i can't listen to it anymore i'm done i'm like oh hang on 75 so i'm like 12 i've I'll finished with it i can't listen to it i'm so upset we're not going to make it we're never going to get to a cup final or anything further and i'm listening to it and then um, i've stopped and then it comes on the news so the bbc news or obviously ben's hair lurking in the corner there and then bbc <laughs> and then bbc news comes on and then the last bit and then ipswich have been playing leads in a in a cup quarter final and i'm I'm sort of like this. And then, of course, you know, the, the Woods goal and then the winning goal came with 10 minutes to go. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely superb. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is a great goal, isn't it? What a goal. Oh, it's a fantastic goal. It's great that you kind of remember. So what did you do after you... Probably cried with joy. I can't remember yeah. now. Well, certainly didn't. Yeah, certainly. Did. Yeah, I, I probably started texting my mates. Or, no, no, I didn't. Probably wrote them a long letter or something. You did, yeah. <laughs> so that was, yeah. And um, went and posted it the next morning. Probably. So when I was at 28th of March, so clock's probably gone back. So probably went to school if it wasn't Easter, probably just before Easter. Went to school the next day and hurried out over the park the next evening to try and recreate the goal, probably. Fan, that's a fantastic memory. So um, um man it's uh, unbelievable so just think with all those years we'd never got beyond the fifth round so yeah. you're now going into cup semi-final now we've got west Ham. christ we'll we'll do them you know we're much the better side but yeah anyway well that's, i'm glad you said that because obviously we we mentioned at the, the the top of this game that this was played at filbert street which was a neutral venue yeah since then ipswich have played at seven neutral venues or wow, have, and some of them do do um, do repeat, but I wondered if you could give give them to me in order. So since, hang on, let me get this right. So yeah. since since 1975, yeah, yeah, 
Ipswich yeah. have played seven neutral venues, so it would be... Um, obviously, some of them could be more than once. Yeah, so it would be Highbury, um, Wembley twice, so FA Cup final charity. Do you want to tell me what the games are as we go, go through? Uh, so it's FA Cup semi-final uh, um, against West Brom at Highbury. FA Cup... Yeah, Do you want to start yeah. again? Hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm we, sorry, just... oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, what we're talking about, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I'll, <laughs> I'll get ahead of myself. Get one, so, the easy so, one. Yeah, 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 so, cup, so that year, so Cup semi-final, uh, West Ham, um, 0-0 draw at Villa Park. Semi-final replay, 2-1 defeat at Stamford Bridge. So three years later, semi-final, um, uh, uh, 3-1 win over West Brom at Highbury. 1-0 win over Arsenal at Wembley. 5-0 defeat by Forrest at... Wembley. Um, where are we up to now? Um, so, yeah, 1-0 uh, defeat by Man City Cup semi-final at Villa Park. Yeah. And I assume 4-2 uh, over Barnsley at Wembley. Well played. Well played. I was so dis- I was thinking, don't miss the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too obvious, wasn't it? Yeah. Well yeah, done. Ob- anyway, as, as, as your reward, we're going to oh. go to your favourite season. <sighs> Mate, I know, and, and, and I didn't realise because I thought there was footage of this as well. I mean, we can perhaps skate through this a little bit, a yeah. little bit quicker. But so yeah, it's the favourite. Oh, I've got to go back. I have got number one for that. Oh, it's a cracking number one. Nineteen seventy-five. God, it's nineteen seventy-five. And let me think. Um, this was a British band. British right. band. British, hence British. Oh, um, and probably. At the time, other than 75, other than the Osmonds, who were obviously American, um, probably the biggest band, arguably, in the world, or certainly in Britain, whether whether they did get over to the States or not, I'm not really sure. Massive band. British. Um, you know what I want to say? Go on. Say what you want to say. Okay. Um, is it Wings? <laughs> Are they British? That's a good shout. That's a good shout. No, it's not Wings. When, right. were, you, I was just, when were you? What year were you born? Seventy. Seventy-one. So I'd oh, have been four. So you were four, weren't you? Yeah. You'd and be the sorry. first album. So, so let's say if you were four, and say your oldest, if you had an older sister or something, she'd have probably have worn some trousers that your mum would have made for her, or or would have altered for her to follow this band by adding some oh, tartan. But Bay City Rollers. <laughs> Bye, uh, bye, baby. I, bye, bye, baby. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So uh, wow. when you say British, what do you mean British? Well, Scottish, weren't they? You know, Scottish, you know, not American, non-American Teddy, is what I meant. You've seen what's been going on in Parliament and stuff oh, like that. That's what talk is inflammatory. I'm not getting embroiled in that. Stop it you've, with yourself. You've named a, a, a Scottish band and you were calling them British just to fit your narrative. <laughs> let's move. <laughs> let's... Well, exactly. See, if I'd have said Scottish, I'd have given the game away straight away. That's no, why. I, I, bizarrely, I know Paul McCartney was from Liverpool, but I think I was just still picking McCartney sounded a bit Scottish and Linda McCartney, wasn't she Scottish? So I had no idea. I couldn't she's couldn't American. see beyond wings. She's American. She? Linda Eastman. Her father was um, founded Kodak or something like that. Yeah, very rich. And her great grandson was Tom, who um, is the only player to be sent off for town on his debut, I think. Of course, that's a great, yeah. great grandson. Yeah, yeah. So, 1981. Let's get back to the season that you like. So, uh, it's the 28th of March, 1981. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff, Division yep. One. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Robson's obviously in the dugout, and we entertain Ken Knighton's Sunderland. Ken Knighton. I would not have got that in hundred years if you'd have asked me. Yeah. Ex 
Hull player. May have played for Sunderland as well. Certainly played for Hull City. I seem to remember. So look, this is so we're now getting to the nitty gritty of this season. So the previous week we'd lost at Man U, um, which was our first defeat in twelve since uh, defeat at um, Spurs in early December, mid sort of December. Yep. And I think round about Christmas side we'd been top for most of that period. You know, it was still us and Villa. I think Liverpool was still hanging on a bit. Well, but can we I were top. You, Dave? We'd been top since the 13th of January. Which okay. Was te- yeah. 10 league games. Ten, yeah, 10 league games. I think I remember. I think we wallet Birmingham 5 1 and went top. I seem to remember. Um, so we just lost the previous week at Man U, which is, I mean, and incredibly so. So, so what are we, March the 28th, so March the 23rd, was just our third league defeat of the season. All right, there were a few draws thrown in there, but incredible run. And this Remember was who just... scored for town in that Manchester United defeat? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, butcher header. He yeah. did, yeah. Well done. Hitting down with rain. Yeah, hitting down with rain. Yeah, went one up as well. Jimmy Nickel, I think, scored the win. Would you say that... that sorry, just going back to that Manchester United game. Would you say anything about that defeat was the fact that um, Mills was, was injured? Probably. I mean, you know, yeah. you look... Kevin you look, Steggles came in. Yeah, you're looking at this. I think Steggles had made his debut a week or so before in the St. Etienne game at home. I think that was he his had, debut. Yeah. That's right. That was his full debut. Um, so, you know, you play so, so and, and, you know, things were starting to kick. This is the nitty gritty of the season and things, really things. So we're still charging on, on what, 28. So it's what, a week or so before we're playing um, the cup semi-final. We're still going strong. Probably just awaiting now, 28th of March, awaiting the UEFA Cup semi-final first day against Cologne. So things are, I mean, it's just going, you know, we're going great guns on all well, fronts. I was going to tell you this because I've, I've got the programme. We can go through it in a bit more detail, but you, you, your knowledge is almost spot on. So on the this okay. was on the Saturday, yeah. the 28th. On the 31st, we then played Leeds away. Lost 3-0. Yeah. Then we were away to West Brom. Lost 3-1. Yeah. Cologne in the UEFA semi-final on the 8th. 
11th Man City, um, 14th Aston Villa, 18th Arsenal, yeah. 20th Norwich City, yeah. 22nd Cologne, yeah. and 25 Man City in the league. It's still caught up with us. All eight, caught up with us. Eight fixtures in April. Yeah, it's bonkers. But it all caught up with. I mean, so much so. So, so look, we after this game, the last eight games, we lose, we lose six, and that's it. We lose six yeah. of the last eight. You know. But come um, on, Dave. I want to, I want, I want to, I want to keep you happy here. So we're we're, we're playing I mean, Sunderland. We're go like I said, we've been top since the thirteenth of January. Yeah. Couldn't find any goals goals for this. Um, but we'll go through the the team. So we'll go through yeah. the Sunderland team first go of on. all. Yeah. Siddle. That's Barry Siddle. Uh, Hinnigan. Joe. Uh, Bolton. That's another Joe. Hinmarsh. Hindmarsh. That's another Joe. <laughs> Do you know no, who <laughs> Joe. No, that's Rob. Rob, Rob Hindmarsh. Hindmarsh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Elliot. Billy. Sean. Yeah. Sean Elliot. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Buckley. Yeah. Uh, that's Mick Buckley. Arnett. Kevin. Well done. Brown. Um, Alan, I think. Yeah, he wasn't named on the back of the programme, so we'll have to have a look. Richie. That's Tom Richie, ex-Bristol City. Good player, was he? Um, forward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. decent. Half decent. Uh, Boyer. That's Ian Boyer um, of yeah. Forest Cup. Um, yeah, yeah. European Cup winner. And winner. European Cup winner. Cummins. Stan Cummins, about five, even shorter than Laurie Civil, little tiny pint-sized striker. Yeah. So this is our 34th league game yeah. in the season. Yeah. It was actually our 53rd game in the season. So we played 19 cup competition <laughs> matches. <laughs> yeah. That's just mad. Anyway, I it's, it's all... still don't know. There must be someone. I wonder. There must still be a supporter out there. He went to every single. What was it? Sixty-six. Did Rossman play? Sixty-five. Yeah. 66 I mean, he definitely game. was at everyone. And well, he certainly was. Yeah, and I, the I, staff. I mean, GB went to. A, I mean, GB is one of the few people I know that actually went to the away game in Saint Etienne. Um, you know why though? Because obviously he was like over sixty then, so he got that special um, travel pass. <laughs> and his and his brother was third choice keeper for or fourth choice keeper from Saint Etienne, wasn't he? You've heard that story. Yeah, and, uh, oh, as many times have you told me about three points for a win in seventy four seventy five. One of the things is there's an early sub in this game. So yeah. Raúl. Raúl. Yeah, Raúl. 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 Yeah. Do you remember who he was, Raúl? I think it's Gary Raúl. I think yeah. Raúl. Yeah, well, he came on, and the reason that I, I I knew that he came on was because he scored in the in the 18th minute. And I think, you know, it's, the point that you're making earlier is pretty valid. That the games are coming thick and fast now. Injuries are being picked up, like you say. Mills is out of the, this game. Yeah, Stegers is in. Um, I'm looking at the side though, and I honestly thought even by this time we were picking up even more injuries than should this. We go so it's only Mills who's missed. Yeah. Obviously, Burley, who who was out from the Shrewsbury Cup game, he did his cruciate knee. Well, that's two months before now. Um, I'm I'm a bit surprised to see that it's only Mills that's missing. There is yeah. it's a full side. Well, not surprised when you see the result that it follows, but yeah. The, 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 this lineup almost, you know, just runs off the tongue. But yeah, we've got Cooper and goal, Steggles and, and McCall, Osman and Butcher, yeah. midfielder Tyson Walk, Murin, you got Gates and Mariner and yeah. Brazil. Callahan. What Callahan team? Oh Bench, Callahan yeah. as 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 the as the sub. Yeah. So eighteen minutes, we're we're one nil down. Um and Why only my only memory of this game is the Murin free kick, which is just ridiculous. Well, so he's quite in, close. He's 44th about 44th 
Minute. So he's about 20 yards out. He's quite close. And you think, oh, it's going to be tough to like get this up and down. And he just, oh, it sounds ridiculous. He just chips it in. But with yeah. so much curve, it just the keeper's just rooted to the spot. Up Churchman's end, slight angle. And he just chips it in. He just curls it left foot away from the keeper in the near post. It is just, he just lifts it over with curl. Such a class goal. Somebody yeah. must Somebody must have some footage there. We'd, we'd love, I'd I'm love sure to I've see seen that goal. That goal. Yeah. Sure, um, so we go in at halftime, 1-1, uh, 62nd minute. The game then gets turned around quite quite quickly. Uh, Town go 2-1 up, Murin's corner, Mariner with a typical header. 63rd minute, Mariner scores again to put the, the tie 3-1 up. And then it's all over, at, you know, in, in the 89th minute. Hinnigan, Joe Hinnigan in the 89th minute, he lashes out at O'Callaghan. Yeah, he, he sees... Could... Yeah, he could incite that at Callahan because he was a proper out-and-out winger, proper yeah. hug the touchline. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he'd draw a lot of fouls. So that's that's a three-one uh, Sunderland down at ten men, and then Tyson puts the cherry on the cake. Yeah. And ninetieth rare... um, minute, four-one. Rare goal for Tyson. And yeah, I bet it's one of the few games. I bet. I'm just trying to think back. I can't. Well, maybe one of the only ones where the two Dutchmen both scored in the same game. I mean, an incredible oh, thing. Dave, thing that... I love that. Go on, you've got that's, never that's came up now. with Come on. A, 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 a stat of where we've played at least, where we've scored at least four goals in a match and at least two of the goal scorers have been, can we say foreigners now in this difficult I'm Brexit sure. land, but foreign Not players. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, really? I wonder how many goals we could find in the game where all of the goal scorers were born outside Britain. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, that give me something to do. The misses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, the the stat that sort of leaps out at me of this game is we scored four goals of that in that uh, you know during that season, and and walks not oh. among the scorers or no penalties either. Well, a bit odd, but what we do have, I have, I have the program. Oh, so that was. The game, the home game against Spurs, literally about yeah. three weeks before, when Mills got injured. Ball. When that Mills got, there. I had one. I had one of those balls. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And the program cost thirty p, and it was sponsored by TSB of okay. Eastern England. Uh-huh. Um, there was a couple of things in here that that uh, I found interesting. Um, somebody had lost a scarf or found a scarf, um, so it's in the program. Whether you scarf, um, yeah, you really. Um, Call them mem- all members of the Junior Blues Club. Did you lose a scarf at the FA Cup sixth round replay against Nottingham Forest? Oh, earlier this month? man, there we go. Right? Now, yeah. this this worries me. You know, things like grooming and stuff, I'm not suggesting this at all, you know, because this I'm sure this man was very helpful, but, you know, this wouldn't happen. So, if so, Forest fan, Mr. I'm going to leave his name out just for this, would like to hear from you. Well, he's a member of the Underwood branch of the Forest Supporters Club for 12 years, and he found the scarf outside the Portman Terrace. Uh, had a Junior Blues attached badge attached to it, and you can contact him. He's taken it home um, to 29 Grundy Avenue, Selston, Nottingham, Nottinghamshire, and you can telephone him on Ripley you got, 861. You've you got to love that. I mean, what are the chances of dropping your scarf today and getting it back? No chance. But would you not... You know, I know things were, were tough, Dave, when, when you were being brought up, but would you not I just bought another scarf? Probably would have done, yeah. wouldn't you? you know, um, yeah. Bobby Robson's got some some excellent notes. I'm not going to go through there. We do have a mascot for the game, um, yeah. and it's the usual thing. Never, never a town fan. Um, I'll tell you who it is. Uh, sorry, uh, born in Ipswich or live in Ipswich. Yeah. Um, it's Mark Irwin. Yeah. 
Uh, he's nine, and he's from Four Dunthorne Road in Colchester. Never, never, Ipswich, never live in Ipswich, do they? No, never live in Ipswich. There he is. He's uh, nice, very nice, happy. Nice, nice, nice photo, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. And it says, uh, obviously, I've got to read this out, but he. I saw won't... above it was quite funny. That was Mark, and all I saw above it was Burke. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So that's that's another picture. Let me hold it. So they got the that was Burke was for that one. And oh, there you go, the Paul Burke. Oh, there you go, Paul Burke. I got you. Yeah, yeah. He he'll be wearing the special um, Adidas replica kit of shirt, shorts, and stockings, which always, always made me yeah. smile. Yeah, um, we've got a little bit of footage yeah. of Towns three 0 win against Tottenham. Some great photos right. there. Great. 32,052 turned up for that Arnold to the rescue is talking about him being called up to the Dutch squad after he yeah. uh, was trimmed from the 20 t- trimmed when in 1978 when the squad was trimmed Welcome to 22 across. he got mm. dropped um, mm. Paul is still out in the cold so it's a bit about Paul Cooper and um, the fact that he's never been uh, called up for England yeah. then the, there's Blues news they should do more of this I, Richard Wright was called up wasn't he I think yeah the town goalkeeper wasn't he for Richard Wright was called up yeah I'm not even going there you know oh sorry I'm sorry mate I've gone off piece then I'm sorry I think I think he's trying to troll you there Um, another thing was um, a great (laughs) story about um, Terry Butcher who's just been taking delivery of a new sponsored car yes what's he got I bet it's crap what is it well it says but Terry at six foot four the tallest player on the books Denies that he needed a sunroof fitted because of his height. <laughs> so I was thinking, well, what is it? And it was just one of the many extras. He got. He actually was an extra. Extra. And it was a Fiat Mirafiori. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Bit square. Bit, bit yeah. square, I see. Remember. Don't really yeah. see a picture of it. Oh, okay. um, then you've got a bit about Sunderland, Ken Knighton in there and the, the different players. Um, Mick Mills has got his bit. Loads of adverts. Then you've got my favourite page of... You know all of the stats you and goals and stuff. Yeah, off on that. Yeah, um, yeah, that. yeah. And we're now. Where getting... are we? Where, how are we doing in the football combination stat? Oh, good point. We are. Um, so we're not top. In fact, we're not in the. I reckon we're seventh. Looking at this, so Southampton okay. are top. Plymouth are second. Plymouth. Uh, yeah. Then Tottenham. Then yeah. Norwich. Then yeah. Arsenal. Then us. Price of um, Plymouth putting out their first team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mad. Um, most appearances in the football combination uh, reserve appearances was Ronnie Burns. Yeah, a little Irish fullback, I think he was. Never, obviously, yeah. never made never made his debut, but uh, made no, twenty nine yeah. matches yeah. there. Yeah. Then we're going to move to one of your favourites. We've got a little bit about the reserves. Um, Brian Clue was spot on with two penalties in a game. Supporters Clue. Club news. They talk about the PF uh, Player of the Year. Um, but then we get to. Um, what was on at the cinema? Yes. So you like that? So we're 1981. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah 1981. Okay. I've got to I say. reckon 1981. I'll tell you what came out in 1981 was Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I'm not sure when in 1981. Obviously not then by your face. Now, what does double A mean? That's sort of parental guidance. Right. Okay. So there's a few of them. And what does X mean? X is either so what do you want to go? Do you want to go for... Let's, oh, let's go for the ABC in yeah. the butter market. So three screens. So for the for people who are younger than you and I... Um, yeah. So rough, no, roughly where... Oh, that's not even there anymore. Roughly where British Home Stores is, which isn't there anymore, if you know what I mean. 
in the butter market. Yeah. So, yeah. For anybody who didn't know where British Home Stores was, because they joined, <laughs> could be there for ages. Anyway, so they yeah. had three screens. And I've yeah, noticed that the, the Odeon... And a pool table and a bar. Anyway, go on. Did they? Yeah. Right. So Jackie Chan and Jose Ferrer were in the big brawl. Okay. You could watch that at five o'clock or 8.57. Approximate. Right. Yeah. Is, that, is that double A? That's a double A. Okay. Um, and then you also had screen one. Lee Majors and Jennifer O'Neill were in Steel. Don't know. No, I never I saw reckon, that. Yeah, I, you might know some of the films once you get to screen yeah, three. Okay. Screen two, Goldie Horn, she was in. Private Benjamin. Private Benjamin. And the other one was called Nelson's Touch. <laughs> never heard that. Let's, <laughs> let's, get, on, let's get to screen three. Come um, on. Come Judy on. Geeson. Yeah. She was in Inseminoid. That was an X. Yeah, sounds horror, doesn't it? Yeah. It. Followed by Knights Electric. Okay. Oh, racy. Sounds spelt with a K. Oh, not racy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it could be. Just be racy oh, nights. Be. But let's get over to the Odeon, where I think yeah, you were right. at the Odeon. Um, <laughs> so there was a special well, edition. No, bingo is on there now, but go on. Yeah. I'm not even going to tell you what the other two films were, because they're, they're not that funny. But yeah, the, the, the first film on there was called Flesh Gordon. <laughs> what on earth was that about? Don't tell us. Um, yeah. And so, if you want to know, because obviously the Odeon, and then you had the Gaumont. Yeah. And the live shows on the Gaumont, I'm not going through all of them. Oh, but I like the live shows. Yeah, go on, 81, should be some good ones, go on. Elvis Costello. Oh, mate, yeah, never saw him. We wish I had it done, brilliant. Leo Sayer. Yeah, good old Leo. Sydney Devine. Sort of country and western, I think. Yeah. For one week, oh, Calcutta. Oh, that's a bit raunchy, yeah. Is it? Yeah, that's a bit of a raunchy stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Stage show. The Cure. I know, unbelievable. Man. Roger Whittaker. Fogey. Stiff Little Fingers. Wowzers, seriously. In 81, yeah. my May, God. May the 7th. Stiff Little Fingers, Alternative Ulster. Do you know Alternative Ulster by Stiff Little Fingers? No. I suggest you listen to it. Alternative, right, okay. you too. Alternative Ulster, what a track. Uh, Mike Harding. I think we gathered that he was a comedian. The Rochdale Cowboy. He that was, was it. Where was yeah. he? Where was he from? Uh, somewhere up north. Yeah. And Barkley James Harvest, who yeah. now sounds like he would be an American running back or something like that. Yeah, but... that's, that's a band, in it? They're a bit sort of, what are they, prog rock type band, I think. I'm never really into that stuff. But yeah, that's what they are. But stiff little fingers, that alternative old stuff. Brilliant. Then we've got the, the flashback uh, from the greatest, the, the person that inspires us. Ron Ellis. Oh, uh, I love Ron. Go yeah. on. And he's got three games. We'll, we'll go for the uh, five years ago was uh, Ipswich beat Everton 1-0 at home, March 76. Weimark scored the goal from the penalty spot. Ten years ago, March 27th, uh, so it's 1971, Town drew 2-2 with Burnley at Turf Moor. Goal scorers were Casper and Nolte for Frank Burnley. Casper. and Jeff Nolte. Yeah, and Lambert and Morris for Ipswich. And then we go back to 20 years ago so this is um 60 61 uh yeah, so town lost division, yeah. one nil at home to luton lost wow. the luton goal was scored by mcgoofy <laughs> mcguffy i don't know McGuffey. yeah there's a program let's Fantastic, move on mate enjoyed that let's enjoyed come that one i've got a number one for you from that right oh, i've got a number one so you were 
1981, you were what? Nine. Ten. That was nine. nine still not, yeah. Here we go, then. Um, oh, God. I can't. Um, Joe Dolce. Good shout. Same year. Good shout. A few well, weeks I know the same year because you did that before. So he's the only person I remember. I've got that memory right. Yeah. Okay. So this is a... Uh, this is a British uh, okay, sort of English. This is this is a, no, it's not actually. This is a Welsh singer. Oh, Tom Jones. No, not Tom Jones. Sorry, not Tom Jones. What, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. What Tom someone, Jones? This is nuts. Pull me up. This right. is nuts. Said apparently on sun on Sunday on the flagship show, um, I was commenting on something, and she said, um, by the way, D D at fifty three ten, you sounded like Chris Sutton. Don't do it again. And I played it back. And I did. I did sound a bit like like Sutton. I don't know. I don't know where that how, came from. How do I end this? Don't ever go there. Oh, so no, this anyway, is um, anyway. Go on. Oh, go on. I don't want to do that. Um, so um, this was yeah, very pop. This is a guy very popular. Welsh guy. Welsh guy. Very popular. Welsh guy. Um, bit of a oh, um, bit, Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, right. Bit of a rock and roller. Bit rock and roll. Rock and old fashioned oh. rock and roll. And wore a lot of um, denim. Yeah. Oh, I know who it is now. Go on. Um, shaky. Simon yes, Stevens. This old house, was it? Now this I'm going to get. Is that what it was? Yeah. Now I remember that because I used to do this when you used to go to school disco. Don't leave this. Uh. Did you used to do the dance, the shaky dance with the yeah. fat, wobbly legs? Put the, you know, he was the inspiration for Cantona as well with the with the collar up and stuff <laughs> like that. And we always used <laughs> to do that. Got my this old house. Yeah. How old do you reckon yeah. that house is now? Yeah, bloody old, mate. So that yeah. was like thirty. Eight years ago now. It's probably been knocked down as a car park on it or something. Start, we're digressing, man. Where yeah. are we going next? Well, we're going down. We're coming down with a bump. So we're going down London, aren't we? Down London. Down London town, Governor. Dan London, mate. Yeah. Um, that's about it. If it's, if it doesn't include Governor, in fact, everything that I was doing with a Cockney accent has got to have Governor. So if it's like, yeah. can I have a cup of tea? I'd say, can I have a cup of tea, oh, Governor? Sure, I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say China for a cup of tea? Oh, because of the old Cockney rhyme slang. See if you can fit some of that in here. 30th of March 2002, Town were Pony and Trap. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, they weren't. Um, I remember no, this we game. No, that's right. They were, actually. I'm not sure they were totally pony that day. No. Three o'clock, um, we're at Upton Park, and we've had this conversation before. You say Bowling and Ground, but in all my formative years, it was it was Upton Park. Park, mate, Bowling Ground. Bowling Ground to the locals. To the locals. Yeah. I think so. So, all right. So, if you were, if you were born outside... The bells of Bow or whatever, you had to call it Upton Park. I'm sure, I'm sure 99% of people called it Upton Park. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the history is. Bowling ground, I'm not sure. George Pro- Burley. Somewhere, something to do with Anne Berlin, I assume. Yeah. So why don't we say Berlin ground? I don't know. Unless her name was Anne Upton. <laughs> which sounds like some sort of, that sort of Stone Age disease or something. I'm not or sure. I know she had a head. I know she had her head chopped off. I know that. Yeah. Well, um, George Burley, I, w- I wish I could get a great link there. I can't. George Burley is the town manager. And in the West Ham dugout. Cool, blimey, girl. Who's in the dugout? He's that little rodent-y guy, Glenn Roder. Didn't like him. Yeah, no. I think well, we, we all know what, what subsequently yeah. went on to Well, no, do. I liked him when he took Norwich down, but I just never liked him before. Oh, really? I, yeah. um, so let's have a look. Town are on a winless run since the 2nd of February. How with that was... team? How the hell with that team? What the hell happened? Oh, I know. I'll tell you why. Look, he's in bloody goal. That's why. Yeah. Come on. Uh, you know, that 
there, there are glimpses of why why you're saying that in this game, but there are also glimpses of why I think he was a he was a great goalkeeper at town. But that that last win we had was a, the two one win away um, at Everton. It seemed a long way away. Yeah, um, we're 18th in the league at this point, so we're now it's getting squeaky bum time. We need to pick up some I mean, some after points. That, after that win at Everton, I know we we perhaps must have done match of this season before, yeah. but after that win at Everton, you think Christ, we're safe. My God, we might even get in Europe again. Yeah, it was, always, it was that good a run, wasn't it? Was it seven out of eight games or something? It was, yeah, yeah, and, and then, it was it was went hit. Never ever thought that we'd find a ourselves in in this position so the town lineup and like you say it's um good solid uh in yeah. goal uh wilnison and jermaine wright must be playing at right back there because it looks like we've got mcgreal venus and yeah. horizon as a yeah. uh, three central defenders then you've got matt holland sisto peralta jamie clapper oh no clapham would have been i reckon clapham would have been oh, yeah um, wilnison would have been right back yeah yeah Clapham uh, left back and, and yeah. Jermaine Wright in midfield with yeah. yeah so midfield of Holland Peralta, Jermaine Wright and good. then Marcus Stewart and Marcus God, Bent. That's a good front two as well. How the hell did we go down? <laughs> Do you know what? And it, I think it's right. You know, very much that season. <clears throat> you know, we say about the players coming in, and I see look, Fanidi's on the bench with my mate. Um, obviously, I. Why I man? But um, yeah, you know, if you if you take out Serini, put in Richard Wright, <clears throat> and have Scowcroft yeah. round about that squad, that's never going to. I I still say that that just wouldn't have gone down. That was just one. Of, yeah. Anyway, we we were up against a West West Ham side that was uh, David James. So this is good, decent. Yeah, go on. Yeah, Schemmel, Sebastian Schemmel, wasn't it? Yeah, Winterburn. Yeah, bloody hell, Nigel Winterburn. Christ, forgot about that. Repka. He's a hard one, he? Thomas Rebka. Yeah. Right, he's a little granite, didn't he? Yeah. Daily. Jerry, German newspaper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Christian was Daily, Christian, wasn't, wasn't he? he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Lomas. Steve Lomas. I yeah. mean, this is where it gets quite decent. Listen to this. Michael Go. Carrick. Oh, bloody hell. Joe Cole. Yeah. Trevor Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. Frederick Canuti. Freddie Canute. Canute. Yeah. Um, one of my and all-time faves, Paolo Canio. Paolo Di Canio. That is a good side, isn't it? Front, front three or four is frightening, isn't it? I would have right. loved Di Canio to have played for us. My oh. type of player. God, I loved him. Great loved goals. Controversy around him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, he's on the bench. I mean, Defoe and, um, Defoe and Moncur. Do you ever see those little soccer AM things when they do, um, I think they call them teammates or something, and they do little five-minute five, ten-minute um, tubes. I'm stuck where I am in the views. He does one. YouTube this. He does one with Jermaine Defoe. He tells a brilliant story about John Moncur. Brilliant. Yeah, he oh, says, I'll funniest man. Funniest that. man. And John Moncur, yeah, you watch that. He's absolutely brilliant. So let's go through the um, through what happened in this game. So Tan of a chance early on. Falls to Marcus Stewart. There's, there's poor attempts to clear the ball by the hammers. And there's a as they're about to clear it, there's a fine block by Jermaine Wright, he's obviously going to attack to close the ball down and the ball somehow falls to Stewart, who's just on the edge of the penalty area and his yeah. low effort just whizzes past and you could see him looking and thinking that that could have been the start that, that we needed. That was one of the, and the West Ham players looking at each other and taking a, a deep breath there and yeah. realised that they, they got out of jail. 36 minutes into the game, uh, Decanio he whips in a fine cross and, and Lomas is uh, unmarked 
and quite frankly, as I put, poorly challenged by, by Serrani. He flies out like Superman to get the ball, misses it, and the ball goes in the back of the net. And he's Empty net, isn't it? yeah, one nil. Um, nine minutes to go. Then there's another chance to West Ham. Cole with a low strike, and Serrani. This is what I'm saying about him. It's a gr- it's a great effort by Cole, and Serrani does a brilliant job. He, he gets down quickly, gets his arm out, and just you know, strong hands puts it round the post. So we go into the second half, and we're we're one nil down. Then there's a, a, a let-off for us. It's a fantastic cross from Decanio right on the goal line. He's got right down there. You know, it's a tight, tight grade. He's got right on the line. Um, so, yeah, Wilness would have been there at, at right back. And he somehow gets a cross over. Serrani does all that he can do because it's an awkward position for him. He just kind of He's pushes it a bit. Enough. And yeah. it, 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 he flicks it basically into the, full, uh, into the feet of Canute. And he blasts it over from six yards. Game should have been finished at that point. He was a bit lax like that, Canute. Oh, I love yeah. I love Canute, but he was just one of these players who just had that. He looked lazy, but my God, when he was on it, he was on it, Canute, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Goals. Yeah. Then in 71 minutes, there's a goal mouth scrambling in the West Ham goal, and the ball is pinging around. If you see this, pinging around from different people, ends up in the in their six-yard box, and it falls to Marcus Stewart. And he has a clever pass because he realises he's got like two or three defenders and keeper. So yeah, he just aware. plays it back to... Yeah, yeah, he is aware. His awareness is brilliant. He plays it yeah. back to, to Ben. Now, what yeah. I like about this is that Ben doesn't rush his shot, which you think he would do at this point because he's got a few people on the line. He just... Pick you can see spot. where he's picking his spot, puts it to the down Blair. to the, the... into the left, and um, that's 1-1. One, one. He runs off to celebrate, and that's his, his 10th goal for town in... <laughs> In 14 starts, Brilliant. 19 minutes to go. I think all of the the, the town players and the oh, fans would be. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, then in the 74th minute, so my, my notes kind of went a little bit funny here. So I've, I have to read them off my phone because I got some notes from from Mikey who can recall mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. So he says, "What well, Canio? He, he hits a shot from 25 yards out." So, so really, going back to your point, spills it and he spills it right back out to Canio. That's right. He's I remember running at it with speed. Weird goal half volley into the far corner he removes his shirt yeah lovely brown body on show that was also mikey as well but yes two one up with 16 minutes to go and for me at that point when you when you get one back in the game where you've you've been under the cosh a little bit and then they score within three minutes it's it's a game you always know we needed to we needed to hold on i remember that the sign gutted we just needed to there you know you just needed to to hold on and we i think we could have gone on and won that game because the crowd i remember were getting we're getting on their back. Yeah. But, you know, that always happens, doesn't it? If you, if, if you do, you know, if you get yourself back into a game and you start playing well, but then the opposition go up and score within the next two or three minutes, it's usually over because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're down. The fizz, is, the fizz in, in the team has gone. And then the 86th minute, four minutes to go, to Canio, it kind of turns into the Canio show at that point. He's got acres of space in the, in the middle of the park and he, he picks out Defoe on the edge of the, uh, on the, edge of the D yeah. and his low shot beats Serrini, who basically, as I put gives the impression that he can't even be bothered to make a save. Well, even go mean, down. In, in, in deference to Cerilli, this is yeah. Jermaine Defoe, who is, yeah. whose finishing was pretty decent. So it's, from memory, I think he's probably just picked his spot right in the corner. Well, he did, he could... but I'm, you were expecting the keeper. I, I know sometimes when you get a free kick and the keeper goes, hang on, I've already yeah. stepped left. But this is somebody yeah. who should be making an effort and he just yeah. kind of has that yeah. sort of Italian, oh, 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 that's French, you know, whatever the Italians do. I've just given up. I don't really the care. Italians gave a French shrug. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, is, that a, is that a hairstyle? A French shrug? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's um, 
yeah, I remember that. I remember that game well, and coming away from there being a bit frustrating. But again, thinking, well, if we play like all right, we conceded three, but if yeah. we play like this again, we should be okay. Because look at the games we've got coming up, Bolton and things like that. So you know, if you look at this, we all know what happened last. That was one of our last games in the Premier League. We had another. Well, we had another six games after yeah. this. We took four points for the remaining six games. And the key result, we got stuffed with 4-0 down at half-time away at Bolton. Reverse that result. You know, if that result yeah. goes to us, we stay up, Bolton go down. And well, we all know Bolton, think... Bolton stayed up for ages after, season upon season after that, didn't they? I must admit, for another we could... seven or eight. Maybe we could cover that game next week. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> yeah, would, be, it would be painful. Um, Bobbich, wasn't it? Bobbich. Yeah. Bobbich, yeah. yeah. No, so, was, yeah, um... game 32. Yeah, 32. well, I remember coming away from this game. The Queen Mother died that day. Well, I'm glad you reminded me. The Queen Mother did die, um, which is very sad. Um, but also uh, somebody, and I keep wanting to say Matt Taylor. If it wasn't Matt, I apologise. But he remembers this goal. And he said, well, what he remembers about the game was the Queen Mother. had oh, really? she, did, she hadn't died at the game. Let's just No, she wasn't at up. the game. No, 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 no. It wasn't like a um, or anything. No, no, no. She wasn't at the game. No. no. But she, yeah, sadly, sadly, Queen Mum passed off. And I've got, I got, I got number one for you from that day, Stat. So, okay, go into that. One. Before we go into that, so yeah. so Matt Taylor, he also said, the, apart from the Queen died, but the memory also has that Marcus Bent celebrated, you know, when the players run into the crowd or by the edge yeah. of the crowd, and he celebrated with, with Matt and a few, of, a few other hundreds oh, of fans that were around him. But yeah, like spe- special memories for him. So yeah, number one from 2002. Got it? No. So this coincided with, might have been the first series of, or second series of Pop Idol. Mm. And this guy who's number one, I say he's a guy number one, didn't win Pop Idol. Oh, this is... So I'm trying to think. So it's 2000... Oh. Gareth Gates. <laughs> was he Gareth, in 2002? Gareth Gates. What Unchained, was the song? Unchained, Unchained Melody. Melody. Wow. Go, he's man. still going around probably playing the, the, the club what? circuits and stuff like that. Oh, he probably is. Yeah, yeah. He did, I think... Yeah, did he? Did he not have a? I think he might have had a fling with. Um, no, I might go there. Yeah, well, you're going to say yeah. Katie Price would have been. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have I, I got that right? Did. I think we all did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, well, I yeah. know you did. Um, <laughs> so let, let's go to uh, the 31st of March, 1970. It's a game that you that you picked where that machine's going back now. Yeah, and the stat machine um, kind of grinds to a halt, and then the books come out, and my family look at me thinking, "What? Well, you're actually looking at books other than a program?" Who looks um, at books? Yeah. Oh, God, so, town at home. Game. I mean, Tuesday that, night, and it's a game. huge game. Twenty-five thousand seven hundred sixteen people have turned up. Big Bobby game. Robson obviously is the town manager. Um, his first season with the club. First full and season. First full season with the club. Yeah, and Bertie Mee. Bertie Mee. Yeah. Great name. Was he, he's got some, he's got some busts. Did he have at Highbury? Do you want to tell us what he did? Some, something famous, won the double or? Well, well, yeah, he did. Yeah. Something famous. I mean, the double was a rare beast, you know. Well, yeah. I, say, I say it was. I mean, he'd been won 10 years before by Spurs and, and barely um, at all um, the preceding part of the century. Um, so, yeah, the, the very next season, Arsenal, Arsenal won the double, which was incredible coming from there. Because this season, I did check this. I did a bit of research here. They finished like mid-table, incredibly. But the next season, they were, yeah, they were going to go on to win the win the double. And, um, and I'd probably say why when you run through their, you know, when you run through their side. 
So we're we're eighteenth, like you say. This this is a big game because we're we're toying with with relegation here. Oh, we're, and, we're on the cusp, mate. So it didn't start off well though, did it? That season. <laughs> so we we um yeah yeah I think we we had no win in well we drew we drew our first game nil nil then we lost promptly lost the next six which yeah. included a run of five defeats and only one goal for Christ I think we only scored one goal in the first five games so it was desperate desperate stuff and then we must have picked up I mean obviously we did pick up you know the odd result here and there throughout the season then after Christmas we had another bad run quite a bad run and I think a week or two, maybe 31st of March, maybe mid-March, no transfer window. In those days, the board, Robson obviously went to the board and said, look, you know, we need something to get us out of this. And again, another masterstroke by, well, one, the board and two, Robson. He signed Jimmy Robertson, my sister's favourite player um, back in the day, um, a Scottish winger from Arsenal. And he at the same time signed Frank Clark, who was the brother of the aforementioned Alan Sniffer Clark, um, he yeah. signed as a forward from QPR, and yeah, two absolutely massive signings. And I think if you look back again over the history of town, and I don't think you can, you can uh, underestimate this too much at all. That again, those two signings were two of the most key signings in our in our history, probably. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, like, gone. I want I want to put something to you because you always go on about it and I, I have to break to you because you, you do sure. ramble on about 1974 yeah. 75 and the fact yeah. that if it was three points for a win. Uh, now, did I, just did in, I? just in my mind when you're saying that so for the first league first seven matches we drew one and lost six but the the difference back then was that that was only two points for a win. What do you reckon that that league table? And I don't know, but I'd just be interested to know what that league table would have been like if you get three points for a win because you know. <laughs> Not to know. Yeah, that's a very good point. So I, don't, I don't know. I mean, bit of homework for you. Yeah, I know. At the end of the, the end of the season, spoiler alert, we stayed up by five points. Sheffield Wednesday yeah. and Sunderland got relegated, so we stayed up. You know, given the you know, how the points were allocated in those days, we stayed up quite comfortably yeah. in the end. Yeah, well, well, I'm I'm still going to work it out. In fact, I'm going to see if yeah. there was any season, you know, that would have been different if the if the points tally was different. Let's go through the Arsenal team. They were on a seven match unbeaten you know what? run. You'll probably find out that I've been wrong all along, and I've been banging on about three I points. I wouldn't mention it. You know me. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Go on, go on. Um, so Wilson in goal apparently Bob, Bob became Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Story was he tall? Was he the tall defender? <laughs> yeah, five five Story. Pete yeah. Story, dirty. Yeah. I mean, you think Leeds were dirty. He was, yeah, he was an assassin, Peter Story. Played yeah. for England, though. Uh, McNabb. Bob McNabb, yeah, left back. Played for England, World Cup squad, I think. Kelly. Eddie Kelly. McClintock. Frank McClintock. Simpson. Peter Simpson. I think it was from somewhere around this way, actually. What? Not Rushmere, but no. somewhere around Suffolk way. I oh. think he was. Marinello. So, here's an interesting one. Peter Marinello was... Um, was going to be the next George Best. He was a Scottish George Best signed for Arsenal from Hearts or Hibs, one of them, Hibs, I think, um, and had long hair like George. So he was going to be the next um, next big thing. Didn't happen, unfortunately. Didn't, Didn't happen. No. Samuels. Now he was from round here. John Samuels from, was from Grunsborough or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something like that. Radford. John Radford. Yeah. Well, on a, yeah. Any on a relation to? The other famous Radford. The other famous Radford. Was it Ronnie Radford? Oh, Ronnie Radford. Oh, yeah, Ronnie Radford. John Watson. No, I don't yeah. think. So. I don't think so. Don't think so. Um, George. Oh, Charlie George, of course. Yeah. yeah. 
and Graham. George Graham. Now, what I liked quite interestingly is that the, the before Graham on my list, it's got George, and it just made me laugh or smile. Not laugh a little bit, but it said George Graham. If you look on the notes, it says George Graham. Oh, it does say George. Oh, yeah, George then Graham. Then I thought, yeah. when you were talking, it was really, really interesting, but I kind of go off on a tangent, but I thought, <laughs> what, 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 the t- what the players' names would be like. And then I thought you could have Wilson Story. Wilson you got Story some strange names there. Kelly Story McClintock. Uh, Kelly McClintock. Awesome name. Yeah. Simpson, Simpson Mar- Marinello is a great yeah. name. What about Samuels Radford? That's pretty good. I'm just yeah. trying to think. Ipswich. Ipswich could be Carol Harper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, Baxter yeah. Jefferson. That's a yeah. proper name. Baxter Jefferson. Morris Robertson. Morris Robertson. <laughs> Collard Mills. Oh, yeah. Collard Mills is, is and um, Clark Woods. They're all. They're, hang on, they all work. Oh, yeah. brilliant. So yeah, we've we've got the we've got Morris the team. Of, yeah, Baxter best, Jefferson's the best, I think. Yeah, best Carol Harper Baxter. I'm never going to read these again now. So yeah, best Carol Harper Baxter Jefferson Morris Robertson Collard Mills Clark and Woods. So Charlie Mills Woods. is playing in midfield there. Who is? Sorry, Mick Mills in midfield again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With so Carolyn. this is this is interesting because this is like a month after the much publicised dressing room scrap I yeah. think I've got this right with Carol and Baxter and Robson and um, the coach Cyril Lee I think yeah. so yeah and I, and I think at the time Robson said you know okay he didn't really want them around the club and I don't think they were perhaps the season after this but he, you know they were that good of players that he needed them to keep us up so I say that says a one it says a lot about him and two it also says a lot about the players I guess yeah Baxter Jefferson is a great name, though, That's isn't a great it? Name, Baxter yeah. Jefferson. That's awesome. another another thing that I'm going to find out. Uh, <laughs> Ipswich Town 11 lineup. Which one gave the best name? Burley Mills is a good name. Yeah. Burley Mills. Osmond was, Butcher. I yeah. Said that anyway. Yeah, but I think yeah. oh, you know, but you, you've got to have some name that you know. I'm I'm kind Jefferson. of seeing what name. Yeah. If you can come up with a better combination than Baxter Jefferson, who was oh, I don't will. know about Baxter Jefferson, but he actually made a lot of money, but then lost it again in the Wall Street crash. Baxter Jefferson, um, and he he was actually the the guy who invented the um, dark web. Um, obviously, Tim Berners Lee did the internet, but Baxter Jefferson he did the the dark web. Um, so this was game thirty nine. Who knows? Might be. I'm going to have a look at that. <laughs> I'm um, just looking around in confusion now. Yeah, Go on. I'll just we'll beyond cut that it. Out. So yeah. uh, uh, Arsenal take the lead. Charlie George scores. So it's one 0 at half time. But yeah. then Town rally back with goals, uh, second half goals from Baxter and Clark, and a game yeah, this that was, this was a, a, yeah, Robson, a pi- sorry, described a, as the greatest game of the season. A pivotal game, a yeah. pivotal game of that season because we were down. I mean, it just shows our top scorer that season. I don't know why I'm laughing at this because I think it could mirror <laughs> this season. Is Ville yeah. Jones? You know, what I'm going to say with six yeah. goals. I mean, it is, um, it's incredible. So Arsenal, I mean, Arsenal were, like I said, to win no mugs, but Christ, yeah. so they were going to go on to um, do the double the next season. And they actually went on that season, they beat Anderlecht in the Fairs Cup, which was the forerunner of the UEFA Cup. So, yeah. And I'll let you know what I know about Anderlecht. When I was a, a young lad being brought, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just a young lad, I thought that Anderlecht was in Holland. Okay, well, you yeah, and the leg. It sounds like it should yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, always. It sounds like it should be. And my dad always used to say about the just when we talk about that. Um, Ajax. He, in fact, he's still you know for Ajax, a long time. Of with course, Ajax. I think my dad yeah. used to say Ajax, Ajax too. But um, he used to get yeah. confused with the um the sh- the shop down opposite um the Falcon. Oh, he used to be able to get repair Hoovers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was that's that up, Ajax? Up, I, used to... I don't know why I'm pointing out this way. That's up this way now, at Foxhall Road. 
Oh, I can just see it. I, yeah. I, 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 it's called Ajax now. Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, the, we used the fear of relegation, like you said. After this game, we were 18th with 39. That was our 39th league game, so there's only three more games to go. And I think we won two out of the next. Yeah. We certainly won two out of the next three. You know, that really kept us. Um, you know, that really did give, give us the image, including a win over Dirty Leeds at the end of the season, where last game of the season. This is good to have a nice symmetry yeah. to it. Yeah. A win over Leeds, last game of the season, 3-2. Again, this takes us back a couple of a couple of games ago tonight. Um, where um, yeah, to just to underline it, scorers were Robertson two and Clark. Oh. So in Who was two? Who was two? Who did who what, what Robert, was two's first name? Robert Jimmy. Jimmy Robertson. Oh, you mean Robertson scored two? I thought you meant there was there was three goals and you said they were scored by Robertson two and Clark and I thought I've never heard of anybody called two plays for plays for town. But I tell you what, there is a classic number one. There is a proper classic number 1970, one. Nineteen seventy, Elvis Presley. No. Um, no. John um, so American. Okay, how can I describe this? So it's a duo. Right. American. Someone will shoot me down if it's that folky rock. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say the only American duo that I can pinpoint in the 70s, apart from Sonny and Cher, would yeah. be, just as, as a stab, would be, um, oh, the name's just gone, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Come on. With Bridge that... Over Troubled Water is the only other song. Absolutely. What a classic. What we a should classic. do a music quiz together. And I understand that there is a music <laughs> hey, good link coming up um, at the Dove Street Inn, which I believe yeah. our good friend Graham is going to host or be involved I think, with. I think I'm up for that. I know I'm in, I'm, I'm in London that day. On for, holiday? But no, it's not. Do you know what? I'll be invited. It's, it's a, it's, I'm going with some clients for lunch to a, a yeah, this could be a, a bit of an effect, a lunch with Ian Botham. Oh. Beefy, beefy both of them. Yeah. What do you reckon they'll have for lunch? It'd be quite funny if they had something that was. I think they probably beefy. will, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he's. I don't you can give yeah. me a quid if somebody makes a joke about the lunch being beefy. <laughs> Let's move on to on. some birthdays. Quick fire birthdays. Cole Skews. It's going to be 33 on the 29th. Is it? That's tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow, yeah. Cool. Happy Although, birthday. if everybody's listened to this later in the week, then it'll be a few days before. Oh, blew it. Yeah. yeah. He's. That's and apparently he's back. He's uh, I saw tonight. Apparently he's back in the squad for Saturday. Good stuff. Look forward yeah. to that. Do yeah. you know he was born on the same day as another town player? No, I didn't. Yeah, Not a current town player. Not a current town player. But, um, was signed by Mick McCarthy. Oh, oh, hang on. Oh, let's just say a little bit, little small tangent. But well done to Mick McCarthy. Six points out of six now in the year of 2020. Qualified two clean sheets. Gibraltar are no mugs, mate. I tell you what, they might be 160 positions lower in the FIFA rankings, but you know you've got to take every game seriously and stuff like that. And he did a one-nil win, so I'm overjoyed. Yeah. Great but free no, kick from Hurahan, I've got to say, from the second game. What a free it kick! Was that was fantastic. No, he was born on the same day as a player who's got a double-barrel surname that was signed by Mick McCarthy. J. Emmanuel Thomas. No, he wasn't Ancy signed Maitland by Mick Niles. I know. Like, yeah, 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 he was, but he, he the first one wasn't signed by McCarthy. Ainsley Maitland Niles was, but okay. he's not. He's not 33, is he? Ainsley Maitland Niles. Oh, did you say? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, actually, same. Oh, on same, the same day. Same day. Yeah, same on day, the birth. Same, yeah, the, yeah, same birthday. Oh my yeah. goodness me! Yeah. 33, double barrel. Um, Kartovic is far too young. Um, oh, we've had loads, haven't we? Do you um, want to? Come on, baby, give it up. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Go on. 
That doesn't give me a clue at all. Go on, was um, on, it's Sylvan. Oh, really? Blake. Yes. Ah, there you go. Blimey. So, you know, look, that gives a great clue because the song used to go na 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 na. Sylvan Ebanks Blake. E- so, that was the baby give it up I was doing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, we'll a bit of KC um, and a sunshine band. Yeah, okay. Um, Connor Wickham will be yep. 26 on the 31st 26. of March. Incredible, isn't it? 26. Only 26 still. But his career's yeah. gone off the boil, hasn't it? Well, he's barely played. He's been yeah. injured all the time, pretty much. Has he? Surely he's. Has he. Have I missed something? I mean, obviously, obviously at Palace. He's yeah. at Sunderland Palace. I can't even recall him going out on loan anywhere. Has, has he, have I missed that? No, I, like I said, this was quick fire. So by quick fire, I meant I didn't get yeah, the notes. But I'm with you. I, th- I think he, I, last I heard, he, he was at Palace and um, he yeah, was injured. I'm sure I saw him. He came back last year. And I think I even there was a big thing. I think he scored like a tap bin in a game that was on telly. And they're making a big thing of it, saying it was his first yeah. top flight goal for three seasons or something. You know, yeah, he's, he's had bad luck with injuries, but powerful player. God, you know. Yeah, got the lot potentially, but can't keep fit. Clearly, Ipswich's most famous academic will be 51 on the 31st. Box to box, Steve Palmer. Steve Palmer, two great lung, player. Two lungs. Everyone's got two lungs. Four lungs, whatever he had. He could run all day, couldn't he, Palmer? Two lungs. That's what set him apart from the rest of us watching him. <laughs> if only I had two lungs, Dad. Do um, I mean lungs? I mean hearts. I don't know what I meant. Livers? Yeah, he could run. Did he he have could, two he could absolutely run all John day, Walton couldn't he? Wish he had two livers. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, and then on the second of April, John Padelty will be sixty-four. Blimey! Yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Went to um, moved on when um, as part of the deal when Mariner came, didn't he? Moved to Plymouth, I think. Spate living around. He was a he was, back, he was a, he was a police officer in and then in, uh, in Ipswich. Yeah, and then I think he became a. Um, I think when he I had a little bit of yeah, I think he might be the whatever the the chief person is at a golf club. What do you call oh, right. it? Chief captain. Captain, that's it. Yeah. So he's he's, he he's was at some yeah, point. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's not this seat. I know the captain. He's, he lives around the corner from me, and it's not yeah. John Pedalty. But I think you're right. I think he may be stat. Yeah. You probably bumped into him as you're walking. Yeah, be over Pinky, there picking Pinky up a few balls. Pinky yeah. And another dog whose name I blue blue. Yeah, to say that's yeah, pretty yeah, easy yeah, one I'll, to get there, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll say, look, excuse me. I mean, the thing I've never really—I've walked past him probably, and I'll just say, look, and he'll think, oh no, he's going to realise that I'm a I'm a town player. And I'm going to say, are you the are you the chief here? Um, <laughs> lovely breakfast, charge. Yeah. So there you go, four birthdays. So make sure, um, you know, cold skews. It's we don't we won't have it. Um, don't have it very often because it would have been great if his birthday would have been on Saturday so I could have possibly updated my famous birthday boys list which is Ipswich Town players that have scored on their birthday I believe Daryl Murphy might have been the last one in 2016 he might have got a brace on his birthday is there many of those stat um more than you think more okay. than more than a than a a dozen, or, or okay. at, least, at least more than twelve. Is it like go back as far as like Frank Shufflebottom and players uh, like that? Len, your mate Len, Len Fletcher. Yeah, I hope. Well, I don't know when Len's birthday is, but we'll have to catch up on him. But yeah, I think um, there, there's quite a few. Awesome, mate. Yeah, so I love that. Go. Done it. That brilliant. And I know um, we know at least two people who'll be pleased. That's Jules and Ian. Our two. Um, I think you say our two biggest, biggest, two, the two biggest fans of the um, of the. 
this week in Ipswich Town history. Sorry, this week in ITFC I, history. It, is that why did you say it like that? Because it's the no, same no, thing. Forgot, in my sorry, mind. slipped off the tongue. Sorry, yeah. that. sorry. It's sorry, either no, no. this week in ITFC history, which ITFC stands for Ipswich Town Football Club. So if you had this week in Ipswich Town history, that's like the same thing, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure because it could be Ipswich Town history, history of the town, nothing to do with the football club. Oh, I haven't even given it a go. So it could be like this is where um, the Johnny Giles statue is. There's where the guy where you can get your your, your Hugo Ross. He'll only Hugo be Ross. there for a couple of minutes before the Rosses come along. Tell me off there where you get that stuff from. I'm yeah, interested. I will do. Yeah. 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 So stuff, yeah, it could mate. be. You see, could be. You see. Yeah. Now I love that, mate. And um and then look look. This, see, this is what we do. So stats already. Just spoiler alert. Sent me through some games to look at potentially for next week. Shot because that, that obviously heralds that stat is probably going to be on. I don't know, eight weeks holiday fairly soon, no doubt, but, um, <laughs> coming up. So probably that's why. And just looking through these games, so um, I'm not going to give anything away, but we're now getting into April, the nitty gritty. And oh, my word. Um, yeah, there are some biggies. My tail wagged when I saw some of those biggies games. In, yeah. Including, I've got to say, one of these games that obviously I am going to pick yeah. is would be, for me, my favourite ever Ipswich Town game. I know what it is. You know Let's is. leave it until next week. Superb stat. Really enjoyed that. So, um, I don't even know where we are, what day it is or whatever. I guess um, the preview show with preview we'll show with out. Rich. Yeah. The brilliant preview show with Rich and Harry will be out on tomorrow, probably, I I've, guess. I've got a thought. Would it be unethical <laughs> if you and I just set up our own preview show? <laughs> and what we could do is call it like the Blue Monday preview show, but it would just be stop like it. me and you stop, on it. Stop, stop it. Just saying. Stop. Bit. I see where you're coming from there, and um, I don't know. Someone, someone will be back with a flagship show. I don't think Ben. I'm not sure Ben. I think it's Mikey, me, and I'm not sure who else. Maybe you, Stat. I'm not. I'm, I haven't had the call yet, but you yeah, know, always, always available as as. Always, you know, I sound a bit like Alan Partridge available. there. So looking looking forward to it. So yeah, we've had we've had sort of a couple of weeks, couple of weeks with nothing, and then um, international back on break. the horse. Boo, boo hoo, back on the horse. Um, I can't remember for the life of me who we're playing. Oh, Hull, aren't we? We're playing Hull. So, yeah, quite looking forward to that one. But anyway, until next week, looking forward to it. Stat, may even catch up with you Saturday. You never know. Yeah, I know you generally yeah. ignore me as I'm in and around Portman Road. But, yeah, yeah, I know you're in the zone, obviously. Not the fan zone, the zone. Anyway, um, speak to you later. Cheers, yeah. mate. Take care, Dave. Bye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.